Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of, um, there's been an exponential increase in people who are racist towards white people. Well, yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's, a, yes. that's a great point. Hell but yes. in yep. the aspect that the liberals want to argue is that minorities are oppressed against and they can't get anywhere in America. Everyone's oppressed. Remember, minorities, but what, by what metric? Uh, less than the average population demographics of America. So if you're anything but white, you're a minority. Yeah, in but that's uh, a very American centric point of view. If you look at the I'm overall sorry, population, America is a white country. No, it's not. I stand yeah, behind that. Largely, yeah, it not is. Anymore. I stand by that. What met? What, uh, are you by trying to tell that, me uh, that recent... over fifty percent of America is other than white? Around fifty percent is other than white. Yeah, yeah. right now in twenty twenty four. And then if you look at the global population. Uh, Europeans are a very, very small minority of the global population. I don't think I don't care this about country European, I'm car- is majority about white. Yeah. Because you look at me right now, and the crazy part There's is also most people, people who identify as white who are not, who skew this. Statistics. Most people look at me, and they say I'm white, and Especially, it pisses me off. I'm not white. I'm Italian, and I'm Hispanic. That doesn't make me white, and it yeah, despises so a, me more. There's a lot of people who are considered... So just off the first thing, census.gov, uh, the most prevalent ethnic group for the United States was the white alone non-Hispanic population of 57.8%. Uh, this, de- this, this decreased from 63.7% in 2010. I do agree with you that we are nearing, nearing closer to the 50% mark, but still, it is a majority white. The Hispanic or Latino population was the second largest racial or ethnic group, comprising 18.7% of the population. The black or African... <laughs> African American alone population was twelve point one percent. Huh. Dot dot dot. Dot dot. Um, I mean, I I do think you know. Obviously, there is a future where that is definitely going to be fifty fifty. Maybe I mean eventually, sure. but it still won't end racism. And that goes into right wing conspiracy theories like the grand replacement theory and stuff like that. But race racism, we're not going to get into that. So we'll as a, as of recent, die like never. as of recent reports, there there's been illegal like border cross, like fucking fucking wetbacks. Really, like that's right. crazy. I'm What's so- the timestamp? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm fucking sorry. What's the timestamp? If he doesn't remember to edit this out, I would like to point out that he is 100% Mexican in the way that that is a mixture of other ethnicities, but <laughs> in the he fact is that I was born into fucking United States. Fuck you. He's, no. he's Mexican. Yeah, I am wow. sorry. I do apologize. No, he's but- from Laredo. That's basically Mexican. I mean, I'm literally just going to blurt out. It's yeah. No, but I will wrote want down the timestamp. Yeah. 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 <laughs> No, so was he? Did he but, use a racial slur against Hispanics? Yes, but he is Hispanic. So checkmate, yeah. liberals. <laughs> Fuck off. Well, okay, thank you. No, but what I'm trying to get there's Can been a, there's a, been an increased. Glenn Karen with the uh, Johnny Walker Red. Ooh, are we trying the Johnny Walker Red on the podcast? You're just would, drinking it. If you would absolutely like to, we can. No, mm, what was I? You I don't, don't have like to. whiskey. What, what was I? Getting yeah, at? I don't. What? If you guys don't like whiskey, don't don't. I'll try drink some. Ahead, get it. No, but there's been an increase in crime rate from illegal immigrants. Yeah, from. They're like, we it, will, it's always like 
we'll continue with that point yeah. <laughs> right after the you uh, can tell that this, the second alcohol that review. This is shit whiskey because it has a plastic <laughs> stopper thing in it. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the Costco variety of. It, it's just a big Johnny bottle. Walker Red. It's forty dollars. It is like how? What's the capacity? What's the volume of that bottle? It looks like a liter or something. Okay. Two uh, liters. Two liters. No. Let's I see, wish. I think so. It's probably one point seven five. Okay. Um, Hand me that to me. Hand me, hand me that. Give me, give me. Give me, give me. Do you guys want to try this stuff? No, you do not have to try it. I'm not, I'm no, not I'm drinking it. I was very tempted at Costco because they had Johnny uh, Walker Blue Label. Honestly, the only Johnny Walker that I've tried and liked, I, I know Blue Label is actually a, like technically you know, yeah, or well, objectively well, a good whiskey. Walker, Walker, Walker. Give me I don't know how long a Johnny Walker Blue is. I'm going to look that but up. But it's like a really expensive bottle. It's like $240 at Costco. Dude, I love this iPad. <laughs> uh, so what is it? What what iPad? High Rye, unironically, High Rye is Johnny Walker. High Rye is decent. Yeah, I didn't even know that was an iPad because I see like the keyboard I'm attachment. Is that an attachment so or is bad. it like with yeah, the it's iPad? Yeah, the Magic uh, keyboard. How about that? What's that thing on top? The white. That's piece? the Apple Pen. Oh, okay, cool. Why not just get a laptop? It was his deal. Uh, so Johnny Walker Blue Label remains a mystery. So this is I don't label. like that. Rumors suggest that the bottle is aged for at least 28 to 60 years. Wow. Uh, red label blended scotch whiskey, which means it is from uh, multiple distilleries, which In is why it's cheaper. the land of Scotland. It has to be from Scotland, technically, to be scotch whiskey. This is also but that's apparently the... uh, Churchill's go-to scotch. Well, it was different back then. Just like... Like Jack Daniels was Elvis Presley's go-to Scott or go-to whiskey, but like now it's way different. So just like Coca-Cola used to be better back in the you know, dude, Coca-Cola in every country besides the United States, fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's, true. it's because they focus more on flavor than rather than sugar content. They probably yeah, still have more, they focus more it, on though. like using. Well, they have to use real cane sugar, dude. Nothing will radicalize you more than having <laughs> European Fanta. Um, oh my I god! Will say this, is it that and good? Honestly, this it's might remain so fucking good. This right, this might remain a, a a Walker and Brandon podcast episode. Um, looking at the content that is coming out of Tucker Carlson recently, uh, we'll definitely have to look at that. I'm not sure it's if like you've been they, keeping. They up lost on their that. shit about fucking bread in a grocery store. Yeah, like they've you never saw been the same thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. same thing. Yeah. I saw that. Okay, uh, got yeah, a whole dude. like grocery list for like a week and spent like a hundred bucks. You have to elaborate. There's and like so lost cool. his shit. It's like, wow, we can't do that in America. So there's there a be really good YouTube short from a channel called Ryan Macbeth, and Ryan Macbeth was a first sergeant uh, in the army, and before that was an anti tank uh, infantryman. Uh, and while he has a little bit of a corporate HR personality for me, I, I do think see. that he is very informative and usually a very good resource for a lot of information and looks at things objectively in a fair way as much as he thinks, or as much as he can, uh, and cannot honestly recommend his channel enough because of the objective way that he looks at both right and left-wing news. But he did the math of like what you get paid in, uh, in Russia and what you get paid in America and what the cost of the groceries would be. Right. And it's like the percentage of your pay in Russia, what they got at the uh, grocery store, if you got the same kind of stuff in America, the percentage of your pay would be uh, less in America to buy the same amount of food. And that is the only thing you're going to hear as far as this analy analyzation from Tucker Carlson's... I wonder... We're not going to even say more. 
uh, because I have some ideas about what remember, it might be as well. The dollar amount of the food may be less, but also their cost of living and the cost yeah. of labor is less there. We're so reviewing, when you uh, go to Johnny the Walker actual Red. amount that people are getting <laughs> paid, I'm still going. I know. When you get to the actual amount that people are being paid, even though technically it doesn't translate cur- like into the same dollar amount, if you mm. don't get paid the same dollar amount as people in America, I'm, then it's still like I'm a, a certain percentage of your pay. Diving into, away. yeah, if you guys want to have a... Uh, if you guys look forward to that sort of dissection of what's coming out of Tucker Carlson recently, please do subscribe, and we'll talk about them in the future. Mm. Diving into Johnny Walker Red Label. Which only two of us are drinking because the other guys don't like it. Um, uh, well, actually, you had a little bit. What do you think? Okay, so first smell. Light. It, it's, it's, yeah, way, uh, it's, it's way it's lighter. It's so light. It it's is smokier. nowhere near Lagavulin, it's Shildaya, not, Glenfiddich. It's not well, even the compared, same level. Compared yeah. to the Basil Hayden, it's not as sweet at all. I think the Basil Hayden's too sweet. I'm I think that's smelling, why I don't like I'm it. I'm still yeah. smelling the fucker. Yeah. Um, like, it's not... It's not the... The black label, I think, is the cheapest. I don't know what the red I label is. I will say this. For it's a scotch... It's decently smoky, but it's not a Highland... For a like, scotch, it is. Scotch. It just, for a scotch, it just fucking goes. Yeah. That smoothest ride for a scotch I've had in a while. And I, I I'm, I'm, one I to, I'm one to really love. I, what's the I'm price a huge fan. Bottle? That was like or $40 for as well. A seven, for a liter. And... Yeah, let me go look at Costco because that's what I bought it bottle. from. Johnny Walker Red. But yeah, so it's 1.75 liters. Um, For $40? 51 51 Have any of you guys ever tried, because none of you like tequila, Cheap. right? I'll drink tequila. I'll drink have anything. You, any dude. of you had Milagro? No. Yes. Bring you, that you shit have, in. I hate it. Really? Look. Milagro is the most. Uh, agave is such a um, very particular flavor. Mm-hmm. Milagro has all of the wrong flavors of of agave. Look, more John. Really? More yeah, John. It's very. Oscar. It's a very punchy, strong For tequila. Me, we got one or two episodes before I moved to Tennessee. Bring that shit in. I will try it. Yeah, it, the, the thing about Milagro is, I agree. It was very smooth. Stay with the accent again. Milagro. Milagro. Are you hard? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Like I mean, why do you want it? Was me to very, be? It was no. It was very smooth, but it punched. It, it gave that punch. But it's my a older very brother strong tasting loves tequila. Milagro. If you I, were to I, drink I, it, it, drink it frozen. Like drink it yeah, as cold as possible. That's what I did. That's and it was really good. Um, I think the last time I had Milagro, other than the Blanco, was I had the Raspasado. That's what I did. Uh, uh, Milagro Blanco. When Hayes left and he moved out of the barracks, he left like a fifty dollar bottle of tequila. I forget what it was. It was like Don Julio. Um, yeah, like one of the Don aged, Ju- yeah Don Julio Blanco, but one of like the aged ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and he left that. I drank it. it. Was fine. Yeah, Don Julio Blanco is really good. Uh, me personally, I don't like Don Julio. I think Patron is better. Uh, Patron is much better. Um, also very that underrated. Means boss or patron in Spanish. <laughs> my fa- yeah. one of my favorite uh, tequilas are mostly the cheap ones. I really like Saza. I learned I- that word from um, watching Narcos. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. with uh, whatever that guy's name is. Escobar. Uh, not no, no. I'm not talking about Pablo Escobar, the historical figure. What's the actor? Pedro Pascal? Yeah. Yeah. Who plays uh, Din Djarin. I'm going to go with $51 is what that bottle of one. Is that still pretty cheap for a liter? Liters. For 1.75? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cheap. This is a very cheap whiskey and it definitely tastes like it. It definitely tastes like it. You're absolutely right. Uh, 
so light. But it's yeah. not bad. It's just smooth. It's not, I wouldn't call it, it good the, either. It has the peatiness that you probably Scott should have. have. Good ones, I've had way <laughs> worse, way worse cheap whiskey. Yeah. It has some of the weird bullshit you can pick up at fucking Lidl in Germany or Nettomark in yeah, Germany. I, so, yeah. as a final analysis, Johnny Walker Red has a lot of the sharp notes that you associate with a scotch. Um, there's some peatiness in there. Taste notes. Some oakiness. There is the peat that you expect with scotch, but not nearly as much. I don't know how long they age this shit, but it does not seem... It doesn't like, taste like a very it, long aging process. It might process. be yeah. because it's a uh, blend, so they can't really get that really distinction in it. Well, Do you know how long it's been the, aged? With a blended whiskey, the advantage you have is that you can purchase it from any distillery to make your flavor profile, but this is like... Consistency. This is, the, this is like... Well, the consistency isn't a problem, because what you do is you have someone who's like the master blender or whatever, uh, or the master distiller who tastes the different barrels that you buy from different distilleries to get the right flavor profile. If you want my... consistency shouldn't be a problem. If you want my final opinion on this, Johnny Walker Red Label, if you can get it at a price below $60 for a 1.75 millimeter bottle, I think it's worth it as a... Cla- I a sipping whiskey. At the end well, of a work week, yeah. you want to sit down, you sip it, I don't think it's a special occasion whiskey by any means. When I get into cheap whiskeys, what I, what I really look at things. is a lot of the time, does it mix well with Coke? I don't think scotch is great for that. But I wouldn't want to sip this by itself for very long. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, the reason why I like Woodford is because I can I think, sip it by itself and it tastes good. I think Johnny Walker Red actually or might find a spot. Or I can also mix it with a Coke and it tastes good. Because I have, what I have over there is, I don't even think, Johnny Walker Red even makes it up onto that chop shelf. That's going it on the bar. No, Lagavulin <laughs> is so much better. For those that are not aware, I have a writing desk, um, and I have all of my even, favorite scotches on the top shelf. Uh, I don't think this Johnny Walker Red label is Shield going Egg, over. I think the Shield Egg was only like a forty or fifty dollar bottle, and uh, that's honestly, still it's so leaps much and better. Bounds, leaps and bounds above Johnny Walker Red, but it's an Islay Scotch. It is an Islay. That's and not that might just be a fair. bias. That that might be just a, a bias in what I like being the it, more smoky or peaty just, stuff. Yeah, and that's, that is true. More, it's important. Hey, more folks, the best peaty. scotch that you like is the one you like to drink. And if you're fortunate enough to like, you know, stuff below fifty dollars, God bless you. I wish I were you. Don't get me wrong. I would gladly Glenn, drink this every Glenn day. is not bad. And I don't think that's fifty dollars no, bottle. Quite good. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that if you guys are looking for a cheap, um, cheap-ish scotch to drink on the regular. I would gladly drink this every day of the week after work. I would what definitely a do the drinker. high rye instead. Probably. What a, what a beautiful, it's, it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. Here we go. No, well, it's, it's like the Jameson, the Jameson of scotch, I guess. I'd say. Yeah. Middle the Jack Daniels of scotch. What a beautiful little time. Uh, right. Moving swiftly on. Uh, we have some, the meat and potatoes of the episode. Biden gets straight up booed oh, at a boy. State of the Union address. Uh, State of the Union address, which you guys absolutely need to hear because this is... Um, you guys just need to fucking see this. But, if you are still voting Democrat, if you haven't seen all the, ep- all the articles I've written on the website and you haven't heard on the, on the show, seek help. You need to seek help. Here we go. Anybody who doubts it, but it's being proposed... <laughs> Folks... The idea is that we're not going to be we're, we're not going to be moved. American deficit went up four years in a row because those record deficits. No president added more to the national debt in any four years than my predecessor. <laughs> Check it out. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some. Rep- 
All right, so let's just fucking stop there. Yeah. Can you add, um, a, can you add a bit we, more context? If we want, so this is a state of the union address. Basically, he's standing in front of Congress, mm-hmm. telling you the state of the union is basically how the country is going, and in the Democratic tactic, he stands up there and say everything is Republicans' fault. He basically accused Donald Trump for all the accrued debt. So yeah, he is stating that the deficit, i.e. The deficit is how much money the IRS gains. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN from taxes every year compared to the spending of the United States every year. The deficit has not been anywhere good for a very long time. And he's saying that the deficit has never been higher um, in the last presidency. Notice how he's not mentioning at all what he's doing. I don't know the current numbers. Please, uh, Sadio, go and look up the deficit for Trump's presidency and look up the deficit for Biden's presidency. Um, that's just the first note. Um, and then we have the next part, which is going to be absolutely delicious. And this is how Biden wanted to spend his, uh, state of the union. He wanted to spend it as the usual Democrat does by saying that, Ooh, the other side wants to bring all this shit from happening. You said Donald Trump, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, So what deficit am I looking up again? You're looking at Biden's, uh, what the deficit spending looks like for his four years. Honestly, it's ultimately not very relevant because that's really a lot going on. There's a lot of go. How do I say this? There's a lot going on behind the scenes of of deficit spending. Keep in mind that to be to give to give Biden credit, but it's also his fault. There wasn't any massive wars that were started under Trump's presidency. But there was two started under Biden's, uh, where he, uh, you know, let Russia invade Ukraine and he let Israel be invaded by Hamas and their terrorist proxies. We're going to continue the audio clip here, going okay. back a little bit. Instead of making what we got, just leave it. Uh, I can see. Yeah, go ahead and read it. Uh, so um, this well, first thing I found here is a national. Uh, well, first thing that I found was a national debt increased under Trump despite his promise to reduce it. Starting from... Who is this from? Uh, ProPublica? Pro ProPublica, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying... Where was I at? Yes, yeah, saying um, from 2009, Obama signed into a law of 
778 billion stimulus bill to fight 2008 recession to 2020 where it got up to 28 trillion um that was uh like going into the covid 19 pandemic yeah yeah where we were where trump was sponsoring effectively pfizer to speed run operation lightyear to speed run a vaccination yeah uh what do you have for biden so it says here what is the national deficit this is from fiscal data treasury.gov a deficit occurs when the federal government spending exceeds its revenues. The federal government has spent $532 billion more than it has collected in fiscal year 2024, resulting in a national deficit of $532 billion. It says here, fiscal year to date since October 2023, total updated monthly. So this is obviously updated monthly. And it says compared to the national deficit of $460 billion for the same period last year. So basically... From 2023 to now, it has increased by $72 billion. Here's the thing, folks. Uh, as tragic as it is because our Congress apparently has all of their heads up their asses where they can't spend money that we actually have, people want to mention the national debt when it's absolutely convenient to them. I'm not even going to mention the national debt, even though I absolutely disagree with Biden. Why? Because, meh. Go ahead, China. Knock on the door. Tell us you want money back. I dare you. It's not going to happen. Anyway, moving on. Let's see what they else what they have to say. Wealthy pay their fair share. Some Republicans. Hang on. Let's go back a little bit. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means co- classic. So here we have Biden blaming that they want the Social Security, which is, you know, the shit you get when you're old. Um, it's not the shit that you get when you're old. It's the shit you paid into your whole life and the government owes you. And they you. just want to get rid of it, apparently, because he's blaming Republicans. Uh, and you hear from the... You know how much money I've paid into? Rapturous. Already. Rejection. And my short my short adult working life into social security. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. And he's blaming Republicans for wanting to sunset it. And he is going, oh, contact my office. Oh, you mean the people that literally fucking work for you? I better get a uh, fucking lump sum of all the shit I paid into it back if they're going to close it down. Right. And of course, obviously, all the Republicans in the House go, are booing, yelling, fucking no, you jackass. Let's continue. Doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. Yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> I have more data here. Lily just making himself look more like a Democrat every day. This is U.S. deficit compared to revenue and spending fiscal year 2023. So it's not updated yet for 2024. The revenue was $4.44 trillion, spending at $6.13 trillion, and the deficit is $1.70 trillion. It's a, I can't find Trump's, but this is a pretty good website if you want to actually see the deficit compared to revenue and spending. And it, it, Don't get me wrong, it's a lot of fucking money. This is a .gov website, so it's obviously uh, reliable to some, I, I would imagine, a better degree than it's, most. It's... it's one of those things where everyone wants to mention the deficit, 
everyone wants them. I mean, the deficit obviously has massive implications every year in the last three years. I don't remember if there was a, um, was there a possible government shutdown in Trump's presidency? Uh, there no. was there was there? there was I think there was I think right in yeah. twenty at least one because it happens every year. There's the possibility. I think yeah. there was at least one because our leaders that apparently we have elected in, into office can't get their shit together, and none of them have financial degrees. Apparently, so that's the reason why we're in the predicament that we're at. Uh, mm. It's it's absolutely fucking magical, and this is just what we what we apparently seem to deal with. Moving on. In Biden news and stuff he's just allowing to happen, a uh, brief topic here. We have Russia's advance into Vdivka, which is a city which has been, I believe, under contest for since October, I believe. Um, so Russia conducted a series of secret military... Uh, sorry, that's not, that's not, that's not accurate. <laughs> Russia's advance. So U.S. officials estimated that Russian military had suffered more than 13,000 ca- casualties along the Avidka axis in just a few weeks. Um, on Friday, one commander in Avidka said that his troops had been subjected to 60 airstrikes over the previous 24 hours. This is fairly recent news as a matter of days um, that Russia has actually sort of uh, taken over this uh, city in Ukraine. Uh, Walker probably has more on that. Uh, what, Evdivka is more like less of a city and more of like a just a dirt pit. Beautiful. Good news. Um, or a mound <laughs> of dirt, actually. I think it's an old coal mine or something like that. Uh, and it was like an old working town. The tactical, strategic, maybe it's more tactical uh, significance of it is the fact that it's a big fucking mound of dirt, which was hard to assault, so it became a very natural point of defense. And I think we find ourselves looking at Ukraine as um, basically Finland in the Winter War, where they're not going to be able to uh, conduct many offensive operations at this point. And so what they're trying to do is um, retreat, but slowly, and by causing as many casualties as possible. They're, s- they're losing the, the population war. They never had the population to go toe-to-toe with Russia. Uh, they've been overperforming. And uh, now what we're seeing them do is very, very, very slowly losing land. And this is just the most recent uh, example of that. I've seen a lot of, um, it's, um, I have mixed feelings about the entire situation, but I, I've seen a lot of uh, footage right now of the foreign volunteers forces in Ukraine right now. I thought about doing that. Um, Why? And, and I got married. And then you <laughs> Why? Have, and then you're also, Why? your soul is belonging to the United States government. Yeah, um, look, if you go AWOL with all your gear and you go to what Ukraine... What do? Yeah, exactly. Like, Ukraine will give you citizenship for fighting for That's them. That's a fucking massive... <laughs> uh, I do say, uh, you know, it is... I do see a lot of clips right now of Americans over in Ukraine right now. I used to tell fighting. Lieutenant Harold, because like, they would say, like, oh, go do this. I, like, I don't want to do that. He's like, yeah, we kind of have to. It's like, I'll go fucking AWOL. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stop me. Not fast enough, It's a least. joke, of course. I would never commit a crime or a felony. Um, yeah, so that's a little brief, uh, news cap, uh, in Russian news. Um, more concerning though, apparently to the United States government is that Russia's possibility to be supposedly putting nuclear devices in space. Um, so 
according to MSN.com, Russia this conducted makes a me series. hate President Reagan even more. Russia I'll conducted, get into that later. Russia conducted a series of secret military satellite launches around the time of its invasion of Ukraine in early 2022. American intelligence officials began delving into the mystery of what exactly the Russians were doing. Later, spy agencies discovered Russia was working on a new kind of space-based weapon that could threaten the thousands of they, satellites that they keep say the new. world connected. Yeah, they say new. It's a fucking nuke in space. So, which we no, no, it's not even just that it's a nuke in space. Look at, during the Reagan era, look at the Star Wars program or the SDI, Strategic Defense Initiative, where uh, part of that was we have a satellite with a nuclear warhead in it, which directs the uh, x-rays of that nuclear warhead once it explodes into a beam or multiple beams which can be targeted at multiple nuclear warheads or space-based targets like satellites and vaporize them so this is technology that's been tested by the americans and we decided shit we don't want the soviets to start developing this shit just like the slam i don't know if i've talked about that on the podcast before so this is all, like, really fucking cool sci-fi shit. Like, we had hydrogen beam particle weapons because that's basically a, uh, like, an old-style uh, cathode ray tube or whatever it's called, um, but just, like, more power in space. Yeah. Uh, we had all these things that were being tested, and then we're like, well, it's expensive, and we don't want the Soviets to start trying to make the same shit, so we'll stop developing it. And now look at the Russians doing this, developing it. They're already developing it, so we basically uh, just put ourselves at a disadvantage because with the limited Reagan... intelligence that the United States has, they are suspecting that is just a thing that will create EMP. But well, probably likely what you're saying is if it's directed towards any sort of satellites or importance, it's going to be a little bit problematic look, for the United States. The Russians have a whole industry towards developing weapons, right? And if they're any kind of competent, they're not just going to go for half measures, like, um. Uh, I forget what the type is. It the granite missile? Like, look at some of these weapon systems just from the Cold War, where the supersonic cruise missiles have one missile data net. Like, and this is like advanced for the Cold War, like really advanced, where you have one shipwreck that goes above the radar horizon to do targeting information over a data link to all the other missiles in that salvo, and then when that one gets shot down, another one takes its place. Like. If you want to, and you have a whole country with people whose whole lives are dedicated to doing things, even if it's Russia, they will come up with good weapons. Yeah. And the fact that we stopped developing space-based weaponry because of, one, Reagan, and technically at the time we knew that the Soviets were really struggling on the money front and not actually developing anything new. So he was like, and this is something I think that people uh, didn't like about him at the time, was that we were cutting back funding on the military, but part of that was because he knew the Soviets kind of sucked at life. Uh, or we're starting to, and their system was starting to break down. Yeah. So he realized we didn't need to spend that much money. But there's a lot of things that were really advanced that we were working on mm -hmm. that got canned because where's the threat? Yeah. And now we have an emergent threat, and we are being outpaced by, like, Chinese long-range air-to-air missiles mm -hmm. or Russian space nukes. <laughs> yeah. Like, we don't have a counter to that. Like, we we did develop a counter to that. And now it's not there because we can to that program. According to uh, MSN, uh, the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, uh, raised the possibility of Russian nuclear weapons in space with his Chinese and Indian counterparts. Any nuclear nation, for those that don't know, any nuclear detonation in space would take out not only American satellites, but also those in Beijing and New Delhi. Well, it depends Which is on interesting depending on where it's destined. 
So the issue is where the magnetic field of the Earth is going to direct the charged particles. And there what is, we ran into with there is an what entire, was it called Project Starfish, there, there is where we detonated nukes in space. Yeah, there is an entire discussion on the physics behind uh, nuclear detonations in space. Because that, that EMP will be directed it's into dependent on Earth. like so many things like altitude detonation and all these different things. And at, at any it could rate, take out, it's problematic. It could take out a lot of satellites. Yeah. It's not going to like knock out the internet. Like I've seen a lot of people on the internet talking about it, thinking like internet goes over satellites for some reason, even though almost like, you know, unless you're one of the 10 Starlink subscribers, you're not going to lose your internet connection if some satellites get knocked out. Well, I see that very possibly a lot of infrastructure like cellular networks could, would very likely go out. Well, that comes into the EMP, um, which will have a much, like I said, I think it was called Project Starfish, where we detonated one over Hawaii and it knocked out all the radios. Yeah, 1962, which was a test conducted. Um, Is it called Project Starfish? Am I, I right about that? I don't have the project name, uh, but it was launched from Johnson Atoll in the Pacific Ocean. It was uh, exploded 250 miles into the atmosphere. Uh, the EMP destroyed electronics in Hawaii and disrupted uh, telephone services there and took out at least half a dozen orbiting satellites um, out of the sky and damaged others. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 